Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. We are wrapping up part six of the How to Start Your Business series, and I'm really pumped for today's episode. I actually just got off of a client call where we talked all about this. I feel so energized. I just, I absolutely adore working with my clients. They are so excited to make changes. They ask such great questions. It honestly, it just fills me up so, so much. I hope that everybody is able to experience this. Really just having your battery recharged by the people that you're surrounding yourself with and the people that you are working with, it is such a good feeling. So today we're talking all about how to stop working for free and stop undercharging and start getting paid what you are worth. This is such a big topic. It's not just all about the money. It has a lot to do with our mindset, what we believe we deserve, how worthy we feel. There's a lot of layers to this. And one thing I kind of want to preface this conversation with is it doesn't have to happen all at once. A lot of the times we have this black and white thinking, oh, I need to get there. I need to have been there already. I'm late. I can't fix it. Or I need to move forward all at once. When in reality, we just need to take a little step forward. The analogy that I just used with my client was sometimes it feels like we are on one side of the canyon and where we want to be is on the other side. And there's this big hole in between and we're like, oh my God, I need to build an entire bridge. I need to get over there. I need to do, to do this immediately. And we forget that there's a lot of steps to building that bridge. First, we got to plan the bridge out. Then we have to get the materials. Then we have to have people to build the bridge. So where can you just start to give yourself permission in taking baby steps? We don't have to have it all figured out right away. We're not meant and we're not designed to do that. We're not meant to always just move at lightning speed. And a lot of the times when we feel like we have to get to where we want to go so quickly, that's really overwhelming. And then of course we're going to feel resistance to that because your brain is like, I can't figure all of that out at once. But what your brain can handle is little incremental steps. So this is going to be a big part of the conversation today. Before we get into the episode, some updates. I've really only got personal updates for this episode. I am moving this weekend. Holy moly. I am really excited. I can't wait to be back in Leavenworth, Washington. This is one of my absolute all-time favorite places. I just love the people, love how accessible nature is. There's so much rock climbing right there. The town is, if you haven't been there before, it is this little Bavaria-styled and Bavaria-themed town after the Bavaria region in Germany. I don't think it's super accurate because I have actually visited that area of Europe, but it's it's pretty cutesy. It's very touristy, and I'm just so excited to be there. I feel like the energy is really going to be something that I need right now, something that I can anchor into to create a solid base and foundation for myself. I'm really excited to start thinking about buying a house at some point in the near future, starting to save for that and being really intentional around that. I actually brought a money coach into my six-figure mastermind to do a training for us and to answer a bunch of our questions. 
and she was really talking all about just being intentional with what you're saving for, and that really made a lot of sense to me. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, of course, if I'm just saving for things, it doesn't feel like it's very special. You know, there's not a lot of incentive there to save, but once I actually realized, like, okay, I do have this goal of buying a house in the near future, that's when it became a lot more exciting, and all of a sudden, I'm like, hell yeah, I can't wait to put away my money. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, so I'm just really really pumped to be back in a place that I love so much. I know that it's going to be an experience. I have a couple of friends that live there already. I'm excited to meet some more people, to start building community, to start being able to climb more, and yeah, it's just going to be a good time. So that's what I've got in terms of updates. If you haven't yet listened to the first five parts of this series, I would really highly recommend going back and listening. You're going to get a lot more context, and honestly, I am very, very proud of this series. I I'm pretty much walking you through how to start your online business from scratch. You're going to learn so much from these episodes and with the first five parts, it really feeds into the conversation that we're having today. I've talked all about the energetics, all about strategy. Now we're talking about mindset and how to start shifting your mindset so that you can actually start charging what you're worth. So if you are somebody that identifies as, okay, I know I'm undercharging. I don't know how to charge more. It feels really scary to charge more. Or maybe you're currently working for free, wishing that you could be paid for what it is that you do. First of all, I want you to know there's no judgment here. I understand it. I've been there myself. But if you know that there needs to be a change, we've got to figure out why you're doing that and why you're participating in these behaviors in the first place. So this is where we get to take radical responsibility as business owners. Why am I choosing and understanding and knowing that I'm undercharging, but why am I choosing to do it anyway? Is it because I'm afraid of what people are going to think? Is it because I'm afraid that nobody's going to work with me if my rates are X, Y, and Z? Understanding where it is that we're coming from, and that's going to give us something to work off of. If you're always leaving things in the nebulous because we're too afraid to face them, it's really hard to work on anything like that. So if you know that you're undercharging and you know that it's time to raise your prices, take out a journal, sit down, and ask yourself, what are my fears around this? What am I worried is going to happen? And just see what comes up for you. And that is going to be our starting point. Because if you are somebody that knows that you're undercharging, we've got to figure out why. If we don't address that, not a lot that we can do in terms of mindset work. If you are somebody that maybe you've taken on a couple of beta testing clients, maybe they were for free or at a lower price point and you plan on raising your rates after this current round, awesome. That's totally fine. But if you're somebody that took on the testing clients or the clients for free and you're like, oh my God, now I'm too afraid to raise my rates. Yep. Please tune into this conversation because I'm talking right to you today. If you think that you are doing anyone a favor for being cheap or offering your services for free, this is going to be a really great conversation for you. So I've got a couple of different reasons why business owners get stuck in the cycle of working for free or undercharging. And I want to preface this again with I'm saying all of this with love, because if you know that you need to make a change, you know that you want to charge more, you know that you want to go full time in your business, you know that you're feeling bitter or resentful because you're not charging enough, you're not showing up 110%, you're not showing up in your power. We have to remember that the whole reason that we're doing this is to give people results and transformations in the first place. So if you're not showing up at 110%, what's the point? And if raising your rates or charging more will then allow you to show up in your full power, that's what we got to do. Because it's all about getting people the results that they're coming for. 
So that's actually you standing in your integrity, right? You are standing in your integrity by recognizing and understanding when I show up fully, I get my clients the results that they're looking for. Understanding that, you know, us as business owners, we're not getting people results. We're not doing the work for them. We are providing them with the tools that they need, the support that they need. And that requires us to show up fully and completely. So some of the reasons that business owners get stuck in this working for free or undercharging cycle is the first one is is a really big one. And I think a lot of people are going to identify with this is being stuck in proving energy. This could also be labeled as convincing energy. Oh, I'm going to do this for free or I'm going to undercharge for this because I want to prove to you that I'm worth it. I want to prove to you that I am good at what I do. I want to prove to you that I can get you results. When you are rooted and anchored into your own worth, there's no need to prove anything. It's trusting that I am inherently worthy as I am. If we're in the energy of trying to prove to our parents, to our friends, to the internet, to other people that we are worthy of being paid, that is seeking external validation. Trying to ask people, am I worth it? It's like going around and asking everybody, do you think I'm worth it? And some people might say yes. Some people might say no. But here's a secret that nobody tells you. No amount of external validation will ever be enough if you don't feel it first internally. And a lot of the times when people say, no, I don't think you're worth that price, it means nothing about you and it's everything to do with where that person is at. Maybe they don't prioritize the thing enough. Maybe their finances aren't in order. Maybe it's not the right time for them. But why are we taking this personally? Why are we taking potential rejection as if they're rejecting us personally? When in fact, all they're saying no to is the offer that we have. So you get to prove it to yourself instead that you are deserving of being paid well for the work that you do. Proving energy is not standing in your power. It's not standing in your worth. Abundance is not shrinking back into your power. Abundance is fully stepping in and owning it. If you go around allowing other people to validate you and to decide for you if you are worthy or not, I'm sorry, but you are not going to get the answers that you're seeking. You are going to find that people do not value the same things as you sometimes. It's like having this little glass ball. And this glass ball is your self-worth. And if we just go around tossing that glass ball to everyone, it's going to get broken. So why don't we be more selective about who we are giving the glass ball to? This is what I like to call selective vulnerability. Not everybody gets access to the glass ball. Not everybody knows how to handle the glass ball. So when we take that power back and we get to decide who gets access to this glass ball, if I'm going to do something like raise my prices, it might bring up a lot of feelings in me and that's okay. But why am I trying to be for everyone? When did I decide that I needed to be accessible to everyone all the time? And what does accessible even mean? We all have different definitions of that. We all have different definitions of what's expensive and inexpensive. So why am I trying to decide for other people what they will and won't pay for? When in reality, they need to make that decision themselves. That's the empowered decision. A lot of the times with raising prices, this fear comes up that, oh my gosh, nobody's going to pay that new price. So then we stay in our old prices and we start to get resentful. We start to get better. We start not showing up as powerfully as we know we could. And again, it's the results thing. If we are not getting people results, that's not staying in your integrity. That's not being the business owner that you know that you could be. So by raising our prices, 
we actually start to weed out the people that we're never going to do the work anyway. We start to weed out the people that want you to do the work for them. We start to call in a different caliber of client. We start to call in people that are ready, willing, and are excited about doing the work. They can't wait to dive in. They can't wait to make changes. They're so ready to implement. If you are somebody that struggles with your clients doing the things that you're asking or telling them to do, take a look at your prices. Do you need to raise your prices? Because if your clients aren't getting results, it means that they do not have enough skin in the game. And we'll talk about that. Every single time you raise your prices, what you do is you protect yourself from people that were never going to do the work anyway. This is you telling the universe that you are ready for a new level of client who's ready to do the work, excited about it, and can't wait to dive in, can't wait to start making those changes. They can't wait to see the results. There's actually a lot of psychology that goes into pricing. So think about it like this. If you walk into a Walmart and there are two different mattresses there, one of the mattresses is $50 and the other mattress is $200. Which one do you automatically think is better and is going to get you a better night's sleep? The $200 mattress. Absolutely, it's the same thing with prices. When I go to look at different coaches that I want to hire, if somebody isn't priced where I can see them standing in their power, if they're shrinking back, that's not the type of energy that I want to invite into my life. Absolutely not. I need to stand out and I need to have people in my corner that are willing to support me and see my worth, but they can't see my worth if they can't see their own. So I really want you to think about that when it comes to pricing. Are you pricing yourself based off of what you think other people are going to think of you? Or are you basing your pricing off of your own internal self-worth? And a lot of times, I don't think that we are accurate judges of our own self-worth. So if you need to go back and write a list of everything that you've achieved, both personally, professionally, results that you've gotten your clients, this would be a really great time to take a look at the For When You Need It folder on your phone. This is a folder that I created with all of the amazing messages that clients have sent me over the years. Every single time that I start to feel a little down, I go into that folder and I'm like, oh, right, okay, I'm making a big difference. I'm making a big impact. Okay, (laughs) kind of gets me out of my little funk there. It really, really helps. So if you need to go anchor into that and remind yourself that you are truly changing the world with the work that you do, take a little bit of time and do that. It's going to be so worth it. Another trap that I see business owners falling into when they're undercharging or they're working for free is not doing any work on their money mindset. Money mindset is so, so important. I've said this a lot, but being a business owner is actually one of the biggest self-development journeys you will ever go on. Everything is intertwined. It is impossible to compartmentalize anything in your life separate from your business. It's all going to come up. This is why things like inner child healing, shadow work, trauma work, so important. Because if we haven't dealt with these things, if we have repressed feelings, they're going to come back up. And probably not at like a very opportune time. It's going to be when we're stressed or when we're triggered or when something happens. So it's important to look at things like your money mindset and to start to do this work because this is where you're going to see a lot of gains inside your business. So kind of going back to if you're thinking that by undercharging or working for free that you are doing other people a favor, I want to offer a different perspective on this. What gets people results? If tools were the thing that got people results, everybody would have the results that they needed because you can find all of the tools for free on the internet <laughs> just or in books or podcasts. 
There's access to all of the tools, but what gets people results is the accountability and the support that you provide. And that comes from people paying for them, being invested in their own journey. Again, having that skin in the game. That is what provides accountability. I paid for this thing, so I am going to show up. It's like paying for a personal trainer and you pay ahead of time and then you never show up to any of the sessions. Like, no, you paid the money, you're going to show up. But if you only paid that personal trainer $10 a session, well, how many times are you going to cancel when you're not feeling good? Or maybe you're just not feeling it. Versus if you pay that personal trainer $200 a session, you're going to get your butt up and go work out. (laughs) You're going to show up and you're going to do the thing. I want you to think about all of the freebies that you've ever signed up for. Maybe this is a download or a free video, free course, whatever it is. How many of them are just still sitting there? That's right, because you didn't have accountability to implement or to use the tool. So you're not actually doing people a favor by charging less. You're not actually doing them a favor by working for free. Because that's not how you're going to change anyone's lives. Again, we are not for everybody, nor should we aim to be. When you are happy with how you are being paid and compensated, you are going to do better work. The quality of your work will improve. You're going to have a better life. And that is what's going to radiate out towards the people that you are working with. You know those people that work at the grocery store, and I'm not trying to call anyone out here, but I did work at a grocery store for for a bit. And you can just tell they just hate their lives. They're so miserable. They're getting, they're underpaid. They know it. And they don't do anything about it. Do you want to be that person a year from now? No, probably not. I want you to ask yourself, how much longer can I keep going, being underpaid, undercharging, working for free before I snap? Before I want to quit altogether, I want to go find a nine to five job. I just want somebody to tell me what to do at work. I know none of us actually really want that. But when we are in the incorrect environments for ourselves, those thoughts start to creep in and they start to sound pretty insane. Like, yeah, that actually sounds pretty good. Why not? But in our soul, we know that's not what we want. If you're undercharging and you're feeling bitter, you're feeling resentful, you don't want to show up to what it is that you're doing that you've committed to, that's a really big sign that it is time to raise your prices. Your job requires nothing less than your best all the time. And I know for me, whenever it is that I start to feel that way, that resentment, anything other than excitement about what I'm doing, it's time to raise my prices. I also invite you to start noticing your thoughts around money. I actually did one of my earliest podcast episodes all about money mindset, how to attract more money. I will link it in the show notes. It's really good. Highly recommend going and listening to that. That episode will dive into all things money mindset. But if you just start to notice What are my beliefs around money? What is my attitude towards money? And how does that drive the decisions that I make about things like saving, spending, how I handle my money? Am I a good steward of my money? Do I believe that I am good with money? Your money mindset shapes what you believe you can and cannot do with money. How much money do you believe you're allowed, entitled, and able to earn? How much can you spend? How much should you spend? What's the way that you utilize debt? How much money should you be giving away? What are your thoughts about people with a lot of money? So I want to note here that your money mindset, it actually has nothing to do with how much money you earn or how much money you have in your bank account, how much money you make. There are very wealthy people who live with a scarcity mindset, believing that there's not enough money to go around, that they'll never have enough, worried it's going to be taken. And there are also people who live 
very minimally, with fewer possessions, who feel blessed, abundant, and wealthy on a very deep level. So it has nothing to do with the money itself, everything to do with how we feel about the money. Do you notice during the day that you're thankful for the ability to spend money? On bills, on groceries? With abundance mindset, when you truly anchor into that, you believe and you see that there's always more available. Always. There's always more money. I mean, look at the billionaires out there. If that's not proof that there's more money out there in the world, I don't know what is. Most people are not energetically open and available to receiving money. They don't think it's available. They don't think they're worthy or deserving of it. So they never see it manifested into their reality. This right here is confirmation bias. I've never seen it, so it doesn't exist. But when you start to look for it, when you start to look for all the ways that your life is already abundant, all of the ways that you could receive money, all of the ways that you have received money, whew, then you start to see it. And for me, that's what I want to anchor into. I want that to be confirmed for myself and for my brain. Money is everywhere. The universe is always trying to give you money. I just found a penny at the gym the other day and I was like, hell yeah, money's everywhere. Universe loves sending me money. To some people that might not be anything, you know, to just pick up a penny off the street at the gym. But for me, it's a sign from the universe that it's always available. It's always around me. The universe is always providing for me. Abundance is knowing that it's always available to you so that the money is never gone. It's always right there waiting to support you. We just have to open to it. Money is energy. So if we feel guilt, shame, disgust, fear around money, the money feels that and it certainly doesn't want to be around that. We can actually measure the vibration and frequency of different emotions. Lower emotions on the frequency scale, things like shame, guilt, fear, disgust, everything I just mentioned. Lower vibration. But when we align with love, gratitude, joy, passion, that is what will magnetize the money and the abundance to us. Energy is everything. Money is energy. Like attracts like. It might sound ridiculous, but money wants to be where it feels safe, where it feels loved, and where it feels wanted. I thought so too. I thought that sounded really ridiculous. And then I realized that nothing else had worked for me in the past, that I was living paycheck to paycheck, and that was really, really miserable. So I decided to lean into it. I was like, okay, what if I were just thankful for money? What if every time I went to the grocery store, I said, thank you? What if every single time I paid my bills, I said, thank you for giving me a place to live? Thank you, money. Thank you. Oof, everything started to change. My entire mindset around money started to shift. I was like, wow, okay, this stuff is for real. I can do things the way that I've always done them and get the same results, or I could try something new and just be open to it. And I'm so glad that I did. So some signs that your money mindset might need some work. If you're jealous of those with money, if you're judging people with money, what they should, what they shouldn't spend their money on. If you're afraid of your bank account, don't know how much money you have in there. Or maybe you're constantly, you're hyper-focused on it, you're always checking. If you're staying in relationships that do not serve you, this is scarcity mindset right here. Again, we can't separate these areas of our lives. We can't say, I'm going to stay in a relationship that I know isn't serving me, that I know is not in alignment, but yet I want to call in financial abundance. It doesn't work that way. The universe is like, okay, are you in abundance or are you not in abundance? Because right now you're, you're, you have a foot in both camps. So make sure that you're looking at your relationships. If you refuse to slow down, it's going to be a big one for a lot of people. 
if you self-sabotage or refuse help from other people, I'm the only one that can do this. I'm the only one that can do it this way. I don't trust other people. I don't trust that it's going to work out for me. I don't trust that the money is there. I don't trust that things are abundant. If you are unwilling to invest in yourself, that's a pretty big sign that your money mindset needs some work. Because once you start to shift your own money mindset, this will shift the energy of the other people in your life. I've talked about this quite a bit lately with this kind of theme of wishy-washy energy, clients that kind of ghost you or don't respond or don't commit, or maybe they do commit and then they don't do the work. It's really easy to say like, oh, it's that client's fault. Like they're just not ready, yada, yada. (laughs) But everything in our lives is an opportunity for learning. Everyone in our lives is a mirror for us. So if somebody in my life has wishy-washy energy, and because energy is everything, everything is energy, like attracts like, if they've got wishy-washy energy, ooh, I'm going to look in that mirror and where do I have wishy-washy energy? I realized that I was actually participating in this a couple of weeks ago. And once I made the hard decision to fully step in to what I wanted to do, stopped having one foot in both camps, everything changed. No more wishy-washy clients. Everybody's focused. Everybody's committed. They're doing the thing. So if this is something that you're struggling with, if you're struggling with getting people to pay you the rates that you know you're worth, start to do work on your money mindset first. A lot of the times when we start to do this work energetically, it's actually powerful enough to make those shifts in our reality. Sometimes we don't even need to do anything about it. But just by working on your mindset, you're going to positively impact everybody around you. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you've probably heard about my love for Clear Stem. They just came out with their newest product. I've been testing it for the last couple of weeks, and I gotta tell you, I am in love. I keep thinking that it's not possible for them to continue to outdo themselves, but they truly have with this product. As somebody with dry skin, I was really, really hoping, it was seriously like three weeks before they came out with this product, that I was like, I wish they would come out with something for dry skin. I just need a little bit of extra moisture. I live in the Pacific Northwest. It can be pretty dry here, especially coming out of winter and going into summer. But ClearStem has outdone themselves and they've done it again. Their newest product is the Hydraberry Moisture Mask and you can actually use it three different ways. I've really been loving using it at night in place of my HydroGlow moisturizer just because it is a thicker, more moisturizing. It just feels it's so luxurious. When I wake up, my skin is so smooth and so hydrated. You can also use it as a mask where you put it on, leave it for 10 minutes, and then gently wipe off. And the last way that you can use it is with the Hydro Glow to create a thicker moisturizer. Did you know that both overly dry and overly oily skin can cause acne? I didn't know that about the dry skin, but when your skin is overly dry, the skin then tries to compensate by producing more oil to balance out the skin, and that's why you can have dry skin with acne. For me, I was like, oh, duh, that makes so much sense. So I would have really dry skin, and then I'd have these patches of acne on my chin, around my mouth, and, you know, after wearing masks for such a long period of time, my skin definitely still needs some TLC. And as somebody that is on camera most days of the week, whether that's on Instagram stories, 
series or I'm filming video modules for my courses, filming YouTube videos or whatever else comes up, my skin definitely matters. Not just how it looks, but how healthy it truly is. The thing that I love about Clearstem is that they don't use any pore clogging ingredients. They have a whole list on their website, so you can actually go check to see if what you're using currently has any of those ingredients. Everything that I was using before, I was like, oh my god, no wonder my skin is breaking out because it is clogging my pores. Here are some surprising pore clogging ingredients that I just learned about. Cocoa butter. Okay, you know that cocoa butter that smelled so good and you might have used it when you were a teenager. I know that I definitely did. Yep, that's going to clog your pores. Shea butter, coconut oil is a big offender, avocado oil, jojoba oil, and apricot oil. So pretty much all of the things that I was taught were really healthy for skin are actually probably not doing you any favors. So if you are interested in trying out this Hydraberry Moisture Mask, you can use the code CHELSEA for 10% off your order. I absolutely love and stand by all of Clearstem's products. I have completely changed everything that I use. Everything that I use now is Clearstem. I use it morning and night, and it is just a little bit of time for me to take away, to focus on my skin, to set intentions, to look myself in the eye in the mirror, to say positive affirmations, to eye gaze to build my confidence, all of that good stuff. It gives me an excuse to do those things. And I feel, I mean, seriously, I feel so proud of myself for actually using and sticking to a skincare routine. Again, you can use code CHELSEA at clearstem.com for 10% off your order. If you do end up ordering, tag me on Instagram. I'm at expandwithchelsea. I would love to see what you got and what you're loving. And the last one that comes up for business owners is if they have not invested in themselves first, this is the nail in the coffin because if you have not invested in yourself, how do you expect anyone else to? It's literally like telling the universe, I'm not worth it. And then it's, again, that external validation. Do you think I'm worth it? Do you think I'm worth it? That's the definition of hypocrisy. I'm not going to invest in myself, but I expect you to invest in me. That is not the way that it works. With the universe, you have to take the action first. You have to say, you know what? I'm going to invest in this thing, this course, this program, this mentor. I don't know if I'm going to get results. It's all on me to get the results that I'm looking for, to show up to do the work fully. I don't know. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Just like when people sign up to work with you, they're not sure it's going to happen. So you've got to lead by example and take the first leap. You've got to go into the unknown and do the thing. And you're going to find that, holy shit, when I invest in myself, especially when you invest a substantial amount of money, you show up and you do the work. And you're going to get really amazing results because of that. Every single person knows what stretches them. For me, when I've signed up to work with mentors, I've paid, you know, like some amounts. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And it makes me want to reschedule calls. It makes me want to not use the messaging support, whatever it is. And then there are other mentors where I'm like, whoa, okay, like this is a substantial amount of money for me. I am putting that money down and I am showing up to every single thing, every single call. It's on my calendar. It is the priority for the day. Using the shit out of the messaging support, making sure that I'm getting everything that I can out of that program. You get to lead by example because you are going to know what it feels like to have skin in the game. You're going to know what it feels like to have that high level accountability and support. So with that, a reminder that you get to take baby steps. So if you're somebody that's undercharging, can you raise your rates by 10%? Or if you're not charging at all, maybe you set a date for, all right, this is when I'm going to start to charge for my services. Putting a date on the calendar will give your brain a light at the end of the tunnel 
It's going to feel so much better for you. What is one small step that you can take in order to start stepping into your worth? This is a declaration. I am worthy. I am worth it. I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be paid what I'm worth. Because how much longer can you go where you're at right now if you're feeling that frustration and that bitterness and you know you are undercharging? How much longer can you go? You can either choose to be forced onto the path by the universe, probably in a really uncomfortable way, or you can choose to step onto the path. For me, it's much more empowering to make the decision myself. So these are some things to think about if you are undercharging, you're working for free. This was a juicy episode. I'm really excited to actually listen back to this. Be sure to tag me on Instagram if this was helpful for you. I am at Expand with Chelsea. Would love, love, love to hear your thoughts on this. Let me know if you love this series. I want to do more series in the future. So if you have recommendations on things that you would like to learn about, different podcast topics, you can go to expandwithchelsea.com slash podcast and you can leave your suggestions there. I always love listener suggestions for episodes. They turn out to be really good ones. If you've got any questions that you'd like me to answer on the podcast, same thing, expandwithchelsea.com slash podcast and leave your questions there. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and I will talk to you next episode. Thank you.